Welcome to Boundless Love Podcast. Here it's all about next level approach to love, leadership, and intimacy. I am your host, Sofia Sundari. Hello, gorgeous human beings. I am excited about the conversation I want to have with you today. And this one is specifically for women, although men are also welcome to stick around. You might find something really interesting and I'd love to receive your confirmations when you recognize yourself in something. And I want to jump straight in and unveil some mystical truths that seem to be really fascinating and really mysterious but when we break them down they actually you recognize them as something so so natural and there is one specific thing that every single woman has inbuilt in her and this is this capacity to invite a man into his greatness to invite a man into his highest manifestation and when he enters into that place, and that may be terrifying, by the way, but when he enters into that place, that's also when he becomes able to meet you in the highest place of you. And this is when this profound meeting, this profound recognition of two empowered human beings can happen. This is really fascinating, and I believe that if at least majority or at least a good number of women would be aware of that, we would live in a very, very different world. We would live in a world that is more harmonious. We would live in a world where we actually are in a good relationship within ourselves. And that relationship then extends to our relationships with our beloveds. And then this harmony and balance then extends to all our relationships and then it extends to our neighborhoods and to our families and to our cities and to our worlds. And I really believe that we have what it takes to be the conduits of love on this planet. And uh, it's really within every single person. And what it takes, first of all, is a choice. Yeah. So uh, if you're here, I am assuming that you're choosing that. I am assuming that you are choosing to walk your supreme destiny, your highest path, and you are choosing to be the conduits of love here on this plane. And then from here, then we enter into this conversation. So I want to share a story of how I've experienced men and relationships with men. On, there are many various examples when I've had it, like relationships anyway has been like my playground in this life. Like it's really been something I've went very deep into exploring all sorts of various, various relationships over the course of my life. But one very significant relationship that I've had, and I'll use this example now, is with my ex-husband. Yeah, so when we first met, when we first met, yeah, and it's, it's just I was a very different person and in a very different timeline, but still it was a really pivotal time in my life then. So when we first met, I was really desiring to be married. Actually, I really wanted to have a, a strong, sustainable relationship. I wanted his full commitment. I wanted just, yeah, I wanted that. 
And I was so clear on that, like, yes, I want this. This There's nothing else I want. And I was actually in an environment for the first time in my life back then. And it was like 12 years ago or so. I was in an environment where everyone was into polyamory and into open relationships and into freedom in terms of like you are at ease with who you are connecting with and no one is controlling you and no one is telling you what to do. So this kind of vibe. So I find myself there and then I meet this guy who will later become my husband. Uh, But I meet him and I am like, okay, so we like each other. And we come together and we are coming together, starting to get intimate and things are evolving between us. Two weeks are really nice together, but two weeks later, the thing hits the fan. We know the thing, right? (laughs) Then, you know, after this honeymoon, kind of easy peasy, everything is nice, then the fan is hit by the the thing. And then it begins. Yeah. Then uh, we start. We went into this whole struggle, and it lasted months and months and months. And in this time, I went through so much that so many of you have been through. And this time really helped me become really powerful in mentoring people who go through different challenging times and relationships and stabilizing in what they want and aligning that with what the partner wants and alchemizing and changing and turning inward and looking within. Anyway, when that happened, we realized that we actually really loved each other, but we wanted quite different things. I wanted commitment. I wanted marriage. I wanted babies. I wanted like the thing. And he wanted to be open and to explore with other people misalignment and then what do we do what to do here well now if i were to mentor myself back then i would have quite a a range of things that i would recommend but back then i was in pain in tremendous suffering in tremendous suffering for months and months and months. And I remember there were moments when, I remember this one specific moment, we were in a restaurant, in a Thai restaurant, we were living in Thailand, and we were in this Thai restaurant having lunch. And then again, this conversation went into this direction. He was like, actually, I am, you know, I'm really happy with what we are sharing, but at the same time, I'm really, really interested to be available to others. And you know, that woman, she gave me her phone number and I'm considering to reach out to her. And that was not the first time that kind of conversation came up. And I was like burning with fire at that time. Those of you who did emotional mastery just just now with me, it was also around that time when I took the infamous pills. Yeah. And that activated my capacity to feel anger. And so we're sitting there in this Thai restaurant and I feel this, this dragon-ness awakening inside of me. And I just like probably for the first time in my whole life in a public place, I really screamed at him. And I really, like I was so furious. I was like, how can you keep bringing this up? Like, this is a no for me. Like, I don't want this. This is not how I want to do things. Like, And he then was... You always burn on fire. Well, uh, there's fire. We're not not friends with fire. At that time, we were not friends with fire. At that time, it was just consuming me. It was overtaking me. And I don't recommend. 
I don't recommend exploding towards someone. I recommend feeling it. And yet there is a, that's not the kind of conversation I recommend having. But back then I didn't have the emotional maturity I have today. And I bursted. Yeah. And he was like, Ooh, girl, <laughs> this is not something that I can accept. Okay. And uh, the people in the restaurant were like, Oh, okay. And then, so we completed and that kind of situation kept, uh, kept showing up for us. I remember it was burning holes in me. It was so intense between us that this constant disagreements, this constant not finding each other and this incredible passion, incredible love that we were opening into. And it was just like, you know, we couldn't find the click. It was always not quite fitting. There were other times I remember just like driving my little scooter by myself and then suddenly actually dropping, like stopping and, and just bursting in so many tears, in so much agony. And through that agony, actually having incredible mystical states of consciousness also. That was that year for me. It was all over the place. It was constant ups and downs, ups and downs, full on karmic purging. This is what it is. Yeah. So if you've been in my field for a while, you may know this kind of term. Yeah. Karmic relationship brings this karmic purges. If you're experiencing something similar in your life, this is not the path of your supreme destiny. This is your purification that will support you eventually to go on the path of your supreme destiny. But this is not how it's going to be your whole life. Not if you do powerful work inside. This is not how it's supposed to be. But it's a part of the process. And this is a purge. And this is a gift, actually. And you will be grateful for that, I promise. Because it has to happen. We have to stir up those patterns. And people will be sent our way because our souls are choosing that. They are choosing to meet each other. They are choosing to clash like that. And through that, we are doing the purification work together. So that, that was my life. Yeah, I can't remember now which year was that. Probably 2000, 2011. It was 2011. The whole year was like that. Until I... And it was getting lighter, actually, towards the end of the year. But then... I changed something. I went into three-week-long retreat with my teacher, now late teacher. I went there into retreat where it was all about turning inwards, doing the inner work, awakening the power, and really owning, owning my wounds, owning my pain, taking responsibility for my life, really getting so raw and real with myself. So I was doing the work and as I was doing this work, it was changing. Something was changing inside of me. I was becoming different. I was changing on the inside and there in a matter of just a few days, I really understood that this man I was with was not able to give me what I wanted. I wanted marriage, commitment and babies. And he wanted openness, exploration, and, you know, free flow. It was a mismatch. And I realized that it's just stupid <laughs> that I'm bashing my head against the wall and not honoring myself. And I realized that I was worthy of being fully chosen. I realized that. I was like, 
I am worthy of that. And he just cannot give it to me because of who he is, not because of who I am. But of course, I created that. I attracted that. And then the retreat finished and I came back. He was picking me up. I had to take a plane and then a, a big boat to get to the island. He was picking me up. And I saw him from distance and I was like, I actually am ready to let him go because I am worthy of all those things that I want. And we broke up. We broke up the same night and uh, it was difficult for me to break up, but somehow that happened. And we were apart for a few months. In the meantime, there was another guy who appeared and who was very, very keen to give me the marriage and the commitment and the babies. <laughs> And it seems like it just appeared out of the blue. And then even he proposed. And then I felt, oh, no, actually, that's not the man for me. And so we had this few months apart with lots of different things happening. And then somehow we started to come back closer together, closer and closer and closer. And there started to come more warmth and we started to have deeper conversations. And he started to tell me, you know, actually, I really, really regret that I lost you. I really understand what you actually were asking for and what you need. And actually, I feel I was just scared and it was just like, it was too good to be true because you're you're such a beautiful woman. You are so, so like lovable. And I just felt it's, I, can't, I, don't, I didn't deserve it. That's what he told me. And we were softening and softening and softening. And then we came back together. And on that first night that we came back together, he proposed. And I was like, well, but I don't want you to propose because I wanted it. Like I want. And he was like, no, 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 I want it, actually. I never wanted that in my whole life, but now I want this. And I know you are the woman for me. I'm choosing that. And then in a matter of yeah, a couple of months or so, I think it was March, and then in May we got married. <laughs> Yeah, and I realized through that, like there's a big teaching there that this moment of me turning inwards, doing my work, claiming my worth at the same time, not only that, not only I am worthy and I am entitled and, you know, if you're like this, then, you know, my standards are different and you should be like kind of rising into my standards. No, something changed in my energy. It wouldn't be, just, if it would be just words, because until then it was just words. I was just saying, no, I don't want you to text those girls. I don't want you to go with those girls. I don't want you to look at those girls. I want you to be with me. And I was just speaking and speaking and speaking and then screaming in the cafes at him. And it was just mind talking. It was just an idea I had in my mind. I was not embodied in that. And here is the cue I'm giving you about the invitation of your man into greatness. You have to be first in your greatness. If you are in your little girl, in your neediness, in your need for him to be a certain way, and then I will be happy. I need a man to be by my side. I need him to choose me, and then I will be happy. This is a little girl talking. This is not an empowered queen talking. And if you talk from your little girl, you only invoke a little boy in him. And your little like screams and like trying to prove why you're worthy of that. Yes, I want your commitment. Yes, I want you to only look at me. Yes, I need this. I need this. This is a little girl shouting. And this is just, you know, it just goes into the ethers. This does not 
land. This is not an invitation. This is just blah, 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 blah. And we have enough of this blah, blah, blah. The whole world is blah, blah, blah. It's only when we land into our hearts, into our bodies, it's only when we actually claim and own who we are, the queen that you are, then the game begins. Then the change can happen. Then the invitation can happen. You cannot invite him by talking to him. Forget the talking. Explaining, elaborating. You can also create a contract, you know, and then sign the contract. And this signature worth nothing. What worth everything is your embodiment and how you own yourself and how you settle in your wholeness that is not dependent on anyone's behavior ever, 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 ever. It's yours. It's yours to own. It's yours to claim. It's yours to shine in. This is how it works. As long as we are delegating our happiness, our well-being to someone else and trying to convince them, forget this. Forget this. This is, you're pushing the happiness away from yourself. You're pushing your bliss. You're pushing your, your joy away from yourself when you're doing that. When you're trying to prove your worth, when you're trying to communicate, to explain yourself, you are like pushing, the, like, the, like happiness, go away. Like that's what you're doing. So this whole piece about I need my man to be a certain way. I need my man to be this way. I need my man to love me this way. I need my man to be like really nice to me and open the door for me and, you know, like really like feel me and like I need my man this. I need this is all just blah, blah, blah. When you are embodied, in your power, you don't need to talk. You can say something just because they are flowing through your mouth. <laughs> really. <laughs> you don't need to plan, you don't need to prepare. It's just happening. But actually, you can even be quiet the entire time and just see what happens. I love to see this on the dance floor, by the way. I like to go to ecstatic dance when it's possible. This dance where you go barefoot and you just express yourself. This is the best playground to just play with energy to see what happens. And I know that there is a very specific thing I do internally that either attracts a whole bunch of different dance partners towards me and I do nothing. I do nothing. I don't, I don't say anything. It's a silent space. Yeah, it's just dance. And then there's also something very specific that I can do that no one comes to me. And that's what most people do. No one approaches them, right? It's like you go to dance. You're just there by yourself or with your little group. Hmm? But there is actually, you can do something very specific inside of your energy that really makes you a magnet to everyone. And people just like come and come and come and they're like waiting for you to be alone and to come and approach you and dance with you. So now mostly I go to dance with my beloved, so I'm not available to that. And I consciously, like we also create a bubble around us. But even then sometimes, you know, people just want to be close to us. But when I was single and I was you know, just having fun at the parties or even when I'm not single, but I just want to connect also with men and women as well, you know, like it's like there's a certain thing that we can exude. An invitation, an invitation to be met in the same way that works in relationships. Yeah, that you can extend this invitation for him to be great. 
And there is this fascinating thing about women, and you know, I speak about it quite a bit in my upcoming course, Come My Love, and also in Magnetic Woman. There I speak about this incredible mystical power of a woman. And really it is on a woman to initiate the man, but not initiate in a sense of like, wear this, I'm going to buy this for you. We're going to go here. You should say, speak to me like this. This is not initiation. This is mama speaking. It means, yeah, it's not from the feminine energy, actually. Initiation happens through your energetic embodiment. And again, you don't even need to talk usually for initiation to take place. But that's, that's been from the beginning of times. Women have been initiating men always. Yeah, there has been rituals. There has been like the whole thing. Like women have been doing it since the beginning of times. And now suddenly women, you know, more identify with their needs and their thing and like their way they has to be, have to be treated. And it's all, we became so masculinized in the masculinized world that we live in, that we also bring the same masculine energy to our men to relationships with men. And then we expect to be treated like women when we behave like men. Great. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> we have to crack those codes. And there's no one to blame. If you're recognizing yourself and all this, it's okay. I'm with you. Breathe. We can change that. I know because I was there and I've changed that once and for all. And so many women in my space have changed that and have completely revolutionized their relationships and the kind of people they attract and their the whole life and their businesses actually also and their relationship with money and yeah, everything. It's revolutionary, really. So um, all those ways in which like you see, like if you are in a relationship currently and there you see your man is reaching out to other women, looking at other women, somehow going, having lots of female friends, or not even lots, but like female friends, but like you feel just strange when he's with them or they're texting each other and you just somehow feel a contraction inside of you. Most women nowadays thinking that they are conscious and they have to be not reacting to his uh, chats and receiving messages. She, she has to be cool. You know, there's like a, this kind of spiritual approach that you have to be cool, you have to be detached, you have to be non-reactive, you know, you can let him do what he wants because he is free, you are free. Bullshit. <laughs> this basically is all this real disconnection from your the truth of your heart, which you know. And when you see, when you feel he is not with you, he is not present with you, and his attention is occupied by someone else, this truth is real. This is real. It's real. It's your heart speaking, my sister. But then when you go like, oh my God, no, I shouldn't be thinking that. I should be free and cool, you know, and we are all new age and cool. No, stop here. This is your heart speaking. And then you go like, Okay, then I will explain to him that this is not the kind of standard I'm available for. And then you're like, excuse me, sir, do you know who you're talking to? I am here, the queen of the, of the world, and you must be up my standards. What are you doing here? Oh, my God. You get into your little girl playing like you're a queen, like putting on mama's shoes and walking around with your tiny little toes this is little girl talking. This is a little girl talking. 
This is not your empowered queen. This is not the empress. <laughs> yeah, this is just this tiny little voice inside. Hurt little girl who needed her papa to be there. This is not your papa. This is your man. Your heart knows the truth. Your heart knows when he is not present with you. And if he is not present with you, it means he is not present with himself. He is not in the moment. He is disconnected from his truth. But it's not your job to explain it to him. You don't need to go like, I actually, I need your presence because this is the spiritual person's attitude. You need to give your presence to me. I don't feel your presence. No. You let yourself feel. You get out of your mind and you let yourself feel and you let yourself embody the truth of the feminine heart and the feminine wisdom and the feminine knowing. And you analyzing yourself and over-analyzing and then over-explaining yourself and proving that you are the queen of the world, this is just taking you back into your masculine shell, into your mind, where your body is where is your wisdom, your body is where is your knowledge, and it is your body and your embodiment and your expression and your spontaneity and your love for beauty and your enjoyment of yourself and your fascination by the bliss of this existence and this life, this is what makes you completely captivating to him. And you don't need to say anything at all. All you have to do is live this feminine heart is live your love because this is what it is and stop questioning yourself stop analyzing yourself stop giving it to your mind live this love that you are and this is your initiation and this is your invitation because guess what's going to happen if you are alive as a love if you are the embodiment of life ever flowing in constant change and fascination of this magnificent existence, if you are allowing yourself to be the fullness of you are, it automatically makes him slow down and be present and be the space for you to be all that you are. And he is completely fascinated. He is busy with you. He doesn't have time to respond to those text messages. He is occupied. You keep him busy by being all that you are. And that's what brings him on purpose. You know what? Men will never commit until they really feel that they are useful. Until they really feel that they've proven their worth. And they can only do that when you actually allow them to show up for you. And you doing the masculine job, analyzing yourself and explaining and creating contracts. And yes, please sign here. This is our agreement. This is our boundaries. Please sign here. You are taking away his jobs. I have decided this is where we go for holidays. This is what's going to happen to our children. This is what we are doing. This is where you're going. Please wear this. Actually, I bought this new shorts for you. This is what you should be wearing. Ah, no, you shouldn't be uh, working with these people. You should be doing this thing. This is not your job. This is his job. It's his strength to decide, to choose, to go forward. This is none of your business. You've taken the wrong role. 
And this is the epidemic. And this is where we are hiding the beauty of the goddess on this planet. We are hiding from it. And we are so scared of it. Because we know how infinitely powerful we become when we actually own it. And we're so scared of this power. Because when you're so powerful, you have nothing to complain about. When you're so powerful, you don't need anything. And then you may be scared. But if I don't need anything, then what should I do? Then why would I want him? Why would I want to be there? Why would I want to create this? If I'm so, if I don't need anything, then that's the whole thing. You're scared of it. You're scared of being too happy. You're scared of being too blissful. Because then you will be, you have nothing to do. <laughs> you have nothing to complain about. And this is a real problem for so many people. They have nothing to complain about. So they keep complaining to avoid the situation that they have nothing to complain about. Because then you're out of the topics of conversations. And what do you talk to your friends then about, you know? So many women just come together to discuss their men and how the men are misbehaving. You know, this is, and this kind of gives us fun and joy. Yeah, yeah, let's come together with girlfriends and let's gossip. And let's judge our men and all the women also and, you know, all of this. <laughs> this is a waste of energy. <laughs> Your energy is needed elsewhere, <laughs> really. So we're scared of this power. And that's why we keep ourselves so small. And to keep yourself small, the best place is your mind. You know, the mind is, is very compact. So you put yourself there into your mind. You pack yourself here. And then you stay there. And then you're very, very small. And it seems like it's safe because it's familiar. Because that's how we've been trained. Patriarchy did a great job in training us to do that. Yeah, but that's where most people stay. And that's how most people never really grow. But to grow, we have to get comfortable with discomfort of the power and the bliss and the pleasure and the joy of life. <laughs> so I feel to wrap it up and to invite you into possibilities to really explore this. And I have something really fun for you. So besides the fact that tomorrow this really, really potent program called Come My Love is starting... I have another new thing that is mind-blowing that, wow. So I will tell you about both. So if you feel complete, if, you, if that's all you wanted, and thank you so much for being here. I love you. And I want to offer this invitation to those couple of really exquisite offerings. So the first is Come My Love. And uh, there we are working on, we start with creating space because the beloved has to has, have the space to come in. And there has to be a spaciousness about your being for the beloved to come in. So we are starting with that. We have to let go of the past lovers to let that happen. We have to let go of the past. We have to drop the resentments. We have to, like there are imprints, energetic imprints that that are holding us. So we have to drop those. And this is what we are starting. We are starting with clarifying the space inside of us and aligning with a true desire. And what we are doing here is clarifying that and creating space for the alignment, for the aligned, true desire of your heart. And you are worthy of that. And I want that for you. Then we are also working on awakening receptivity. So it's not only you've created space, then there's also something, a magnetic energy. 
Yeah, it's something that really makes you a magnet, makes you irresistible in your power, in your beauty, in your love. Then we are going into nurturing the erotic heart. As I said, this is a big piece of my work, the eroticism. And lots of people are, you know, like it's it's like it's it's not the place where many programs go because it's a very delicate territory. But I hold it with so much sacredness, with so much adoration for the essence of being a human. And this is the erotic essence. Sexual energy is the essence of who we are. So that's where we, how I'm holding that for you. And you are inviting uh, your sacred sexuality to come alive and enliven you from within. So then this whole magnetism and receptivity, not just become, it's not just a, a thing that is like external thing that you try to do, but it's really from your core. You will be working from your core and opening into that from your core and then enriching your vibrant field, your radiant field of your energy from the core. And then we are going into gaining clarity. So that's also a really big piece that you really become clear in your energy, in your alignment, also in your boundaries, and not just in the mind boundaries, but the boundaries that you can embody and the standards that you actually can embody. And last but not least, we also go towards the end of the course into the priestess magic and priestess rituals. And I've explored those for lifetimes And uh, I do have some incredible, exquisite magic to share with you that is not a strategy, not a seduction, not a manipulation, but it's really connecting with the mystic that lives within each and every one of you, each and every one of us. And from there, really connecting very, very high up with the true beloved who is meant to meet you and walk with you and create a sacred union with you. So that's the work of uh, Come My Love. And uh, so you, you're welcome to join. There's a link in my bio right now. The price is 2444 You can jo- do take the payment plan. You can spread your payments into seven installments. And you, you can also join it to uh, purchase it together with Emotional Mastery. Emotional Mastery is a great program which really helps clarify and purify stuff that may have been there for a long time it's an exquisite program you have the pre-recorded version now and you have access to it for a lifetime actually so i really recommend to take them together it's a really good combo you also could purchase a magnetic woman bundle which includes those two courses and also prosperity portal course that I haven't yet started actively speaking about publicly, but it's also possible. So in, in the link in my bio, you can go find all of it and come my love. And there you, in the checkout, you can choose which option works best for you. And then last but not least, I want to announce a really, really exciting work way to work together over this summer. I am starting something that is called Sundari Summer. I'm so excited for that. And this is like an incredible offer. So if you are someone who really felt my energy and you wanted to be in my field and you loved all the different offerings that I have been offering lately, you have an opportunity to have access to all my programs of all, like whatever I've ever created. You can have access to everything for the summer. 
And that also includes all the live programs that I will be running through the summer. You will also get access to emotional mastery that just finished just now. You will have access to prosperity portal that comes after Come My Love, to intimacy and devotion masterclass, to awakened heart program, which is incredible work on deepening into intimacy and creating sacred union internally and with a partner. And there will also be another program in August, really special. So you have access to all of that and you can join live when possible or, or not. Um, and the idea is to invite you into the field of abundance. And then all my other programs, everything I've ever created, you have access to it all. So three months of the live programs and then you even get additional couple of months to catch up on everything and so the idea is to have this abundance that you don't have to get overwhelmed and do everything but you have access to everything and you can just experience this full abundance so the total price of this whole thing is around seventeen thousand dollars this is the whole price of everything if you were to buy everything like a la carte this is how much it would cost but i am offering something ridiculous for this summer you can purchase it for 4888 if you pay in full or 1777 if you pay monthly so for three months and then you even have two more months and in these three months we have the live energy and you have the community and then for two months you can just catch up on the things by yourself so that's it. That's that's the uh, that's the great new invention I'm I've created just now. Feels really great, really expansive for my heart to invite you into that. If that's something, you, if you've been fascinated by some of the programs I've done in the past, this is like the the no brainer kind of you know the easiest access to it all. So you're deeply invited if that resonates with you. And welcome to message me and I'm happy to send you the link or my team will send you the links to purchase or whatever, whatever is your best um, choice. Welcome into that. Okay, so that's the vibe. Thank you so much for being here. Whenever you, you will need the link or anything, feel free to reach out and I, I wish you a gorgeous rest of your day. Ciao, ciao.